If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Say Things, episode 125. A Suns fan here with Cinderin himself. And this episode, again, is sponsored by our friends at Manscaped. And as is tradition, we will not be changing what they sent us because it's just God-tier text. Do you know what's spookier than seeing a black cat on Halloween, Cinderin? It's shaving your balls with anything other than Manscaped. When it comes to below-the-waist grooming, there's no need to carve your pumpkins this Halloween because Manscaped is here to upgrade your grooming experience. Go from a bite-sized candy bar to a king-sized candy bar and join the 2 million men worldwide by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code we say things. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, these things, like, whoever writes these blurbs... Whoever came up with that, that's fucking glorious. So good. That's really funny. Uh, so they have a lot of cool products. Cinder is going to be showing a couple of them now on screen. They're coming out with a lot of new stuff, actually. Uh, there's the Performance Package 4.0, which comes with the electric shaver. You get the nose shaver. You get the uh, ball toner, the testicle deodorant. Actually, I did use the ball deodorant in my travel process because I have a lot of chafing issues. And it worked great. Mm-hmm. I did not chafe, Cinder. Can you show us something, please? This of is your only can, job. Shannon, so I had um, I had an unfortunate incident incident the other day with a pizza. Um, okay. I took a pizza out of the oven and I was ready to. I was really hungry, so I didn't let it cool very much. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna start eating it. And then I bit it, and some of the tomato sauce spilled onto my lower lip, and it actually like I burned my lower lip, so I'm recovering. So I don't look very good. Okay. But I can smell good with this. <laughs> I was wondering the to compensate. <laughs> So, if you're like me, guys, and you don't look very good, there's other ways you can, you know, improve your uh, your public appearance. So, what so is that, Cinderin? This is a cologne. All right, this it is actually, not this meant. This is really nice. We I've, talked I've a lot about it. testicles, but it's not for your balls. This this, this is actually not. It's not a ball cologne. At least it doesn't say that on it. <laughs> uh, it's nice. It smells good. Um, Susie likes it as well. She thinks it's a good a good cologne, so I can I can recommend it. Great. And then I've got this one, which this is something I haven't started doing until somewhat recently. Uh, but having a nose trimmer is really nice and easy. If you guys haven't tried that before, I can also recommend that. If you're like me and you have hair literally everywhere, ten times more than you should, yep. uh, then a nose trimmer is is great. I don't know if that showed on camera. Did it show very well? It showed great. Thank you so much. Yeah. So. Be sure to visit the link in the description or go to manscaped.com. And if you want the 20% off and free shipping, use the promo code we say things. Thank you for sponsoring this episode. Okay, so with that out of the way, let's do our 10-minute Patreon, Patreon shout-out, Cinderin. Thank <laughs> I you. I love this part. To our amazing patrons from the Inbruge tier, starting with, my name is not Blake Farber. Send how much for you to cast one of... My stupid, I mean awesome pubs. Oof. Fithok. I don't know. <laughs> what is the A? There's an A with a symbol over it. I don't know how to say that. I mean, if it's the... Oh, I can smell the cologne now. It's really nice. I'm a bit distracted. Sorry. It's okay. Um, I'm not sure how to pronounce it because he made fun of me in your channel for saying his name wrong, but I refuse to think it's Fithok. What did that you say? That has to be even worse, but we'll leave it at that. Fithok. That's what I was thinking. Dota is love. Games for Falling Asleep, Zaddy Sova, Flozy B, Disco Farm D, Vincent names. they all rhyme. Saying you play LC for Duel is like saying you watch Hentai for the plot. We all know you're lying. True. That is true. Semper Pi, Hakuna Matata, 
The guy in the chair, Commander Donut, thank you for both adding your part to help make this one of the most memorable TIs ever. Oh, what a nice message. Thank you. Thank you. I finally escaped Suns fans' clutches, and now I roam the woods of Romania. Bread Sheeran, Chakar, and Manila Manchester. Thank you. It's Manila Manchester. It's like Toronto, Tokyo. Oh, sorry. I thought it was like somebody, it was a man from Manila named Chester. Manila Manchester. (laughs) Manila Manchester. (laughs) It could be, technically. (laughs) I didn't read it like that. That's amazing. Uh, All right. The Mega Pope. What's your third favorite color, TI, in New Zealand? Zan Savior, Nate Thicko, 01, Hamscroats. Bacon. TI-10 was almost the best TI ever, except except Suns fan didn't show his dick on camera, and Cinderin didn't pretend to be blind. I don't need to pretend. Shark TM, Onion the Dog, Novi Panda, Dop, nothing to see here, underscore man. Ben Broomhead hates how they removed the button to add all your loading screens to the shuffle five years ago, and it's still gone. Preach. Pitch Black, Wooden Aftertaste, Done Talk, Anonymous, now buying my friendship with Cinderin for 30 USD. It's a bargain. Peter. Humans are the only animals that enjoy spicy foods. Nibbling and Percutter really enjoyed your casting at TI. Is that spicy foods thing true? I mean, since it's from Peter, it's probably true. That's oh, interesting. He likes to throw in a, a few fake ones every now and then. but that's... The thing that's true, at least, is that he probably says humans right. are animals. That is 100% true. I that's can true. say that from plenty of pub experience. That's that true. is correct. Okay, so we have a bit of a light episode, but luckily it aligns with a couple of stories that I can... Well, not stories, but some non-related, Dota 2-related stuff. So NBA segment, let's begin, Cinderin! Woo! Woo! The Suns absolutely suck ass to begin the season. There's some drama with the fact that we did not sign our center to a max contract. So now it's in limbo, Cinderin. Very exciting stuff. But the biggest story has actually yet to be fully released. It's kind of weird. So do you know about this owner from, well, I'll I'll say this in a minute. So our owner is named Robert Sarver, and he was Mm -hmm. a few years ago voted as the second worst owner in sports, like entire (laughs) sports. Congratulations. Okay. He he took over in like 2003, 2004. We had a really good ownership group before that, which I'm really sad that they sold it. And there's some drama because there was a story. it's, It's weird how this worked out. A story leaked that... He has had apparently some sexual misconduct in the workplace, a bunch oh, of drama, like this, gen- like being a racist, things like that, right? But the story hasn't been released yet, and it's been a week, basically. It got to the point where, like, they're trying to get what? ahead of the story, and the Phoenix Suns, obviously with Robert Sarver's, you know, doing, they came out with a press release before the article was even released, saying there's going to be a story. We want to tell you that it's fake. Blah blah blah. I can't speak to whether this is true or not, but I can say I have not rooted for somebody to be a fucking racist more so than now, because it would be great, because if that's the case, he'll get ousted, because this happened like 10 years ago to the Clippers, which coincidentally also had Chris Paul on their team. Uh, Donald Sterling got ousted, and then the guy from uh, Steve Ballmer from Microsoft took over. So that would be great. I just want to point out, you're listening to the We Say Things podcast, so when when something gets said like, uh, I've never cheered so much for someone to be a racist as right now, uh, that is not usually topical for our podcast. Uh, if that's yeah. something you're looking for in an honest way, there are other podcasts you can check out. Um, not going to recommend them, but this, not this one. This is an we anomaly. root for people to be racist, okay? Um, this is the only time in history that I've rooted for that, but my, my God, would it be great? Um, <laughs> So yeah, this story hasn't been released yet. Not sure why. Uh, it's kind of weird. So kind of waiting in limbo. That's that's bizarre. Yeah, actually. I don't know. I can't think of another time this has happened. What, where the story is not released or the owner? No, where this, there's like a leak of a story and someone goes out and makes a public statement as if it was released. Right. And yeah. then it hasn't been released a week after. That's yeah. just so weird. It's very weird. Uh, interesting. So, Anyway, moving on uh, to the Suns fan recommend section, Cinderin. We get it's this... going to be Dune. Spoilers. I think it's Dune. It's yes. I, I went and watched Dune. It was Dune. Uh, which it's weird because it's been out in Europe for over a month. Obviously, we were in Romania. We could have watched it technically, but you know, it was TI, so we're a little too busy. Yeah. 
uh, I don't remember the last time and like a big movie safe. like that has come out in Europe for that long before in North America. But either way, finally came out in, in NA, and it was hyped up a bit. I don't think I've ever seen the original. I've never read the book, uh, and I think it's the most epic movie of the last year, at least that I've. I, I, the last movie. Okay, so here's the thing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You like lore. You like this story built, like this world building, which is a lot of stuff that we yeah. we hear about Dune right now. And I thought it would be like, okay, I'm sure that's good world building, but it was fucking really epic. Now you have to go in understanding that it's part one. So okay, that some I, the, a lot of the negative comments I've seen are because of that. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it is part one, so it will not resolve. As a result, it's I believe the first half of the book, but. It is extremely epic, I thought. And again, I, I don't want to directly compare it to anything because it's impossible to do so without knowing the like seeing the full series of movies, whatever they're gonna do. The last time though, I felt like that in a movie theater was Lord of the Rings. Was Lord of the Rings. Oh shit, I guessed it. It's Jane, not only I know movies so well. It's not only the epic nature, because like, there's a lot like Interstellar was I thought was that's my favorite movie now, by the way, was epic. But it doesn't have this same like world building experience where like holy shit they could make a lot of movies they can make TV it's like a Star Wars thing except not dog shit you know what I mean so mm. I would if people based on my description I just made if you're interested in that kind of a thing this is a movie that you will probably like I, th- I thought it I was I don't know that God-tier. much about movies but I can I can understand the analogy with dog shit I pick that up every day so that's not good right <laughs> thank you yeah you do do okay. that every day do do. I said that. Okay. Oh. Anyway, uh, that's my recommendation. Is is Dune? I, I actually I thought it would be okay because again I maybe I saw the original way back when, but it, it didn't seem like something that was going to blow me away. But it it was incredible. I fucking loved it. But yeah, I saw it in the theater. It was too loud. Actually, it was like hurting my ears. But I'll probably watch it on HBO Max a little later. With You'll subtitles. probably watch it seven times in the next two weeks because that's how. People apparently watch movies, and you're normal, and I am an anomaly. Good. Yes. Let's move on. You are an anomaly. Thank yes, you. Absolutely. All right. Let's move on to Dota-related topics, which, again, a bit light in this area. Uh, there was a graph that mm. was uh, posted on the R Dota subreddit showing the most popular Dota 2 tournament, Cinderin. And yes. Dota, the last TI, the one that we just experienced, was by far the biggest in terms of peak viewership. It was 2.74 million peak viewers. So that's including YouTube, I would assume, and whatever the Chinese viewership comes from. So 2.74, TI9 was 1.97 million, just to give you an idea of the difference, which is pretty big. And then from there, it drops off considerably with like past TIs and majors. So any thoughts about the viewership being... Do you think it has in part to do with CIS being in the yeah. finals? I mean, it's it's probably a variety of things, right? Um, Doesn't include China, apparently, according to our chat, which I will assume are correct. I think the primary thing that did really well for TI's viewership this year is a couple of things, right? First of all, it's the fact that it's been two years since the last one. So I think there's like more, how to say this, more like build-up time. People are more eager to watch uh the best teams play dota probably because it's been more of a drought also across the year i guess in general there hasn't been like the same that might be part of it then for me the bigger thing is just that it's russia versus china in the finals i think that's really really good for viewership because i think the russian fan base first of all is enormous easily the biggest fan base in europe and it's not even remotely close um and they obviously have their russian broadcasts and then there's also the international one so basically all the english-speaking audience will watch it anyway in English. And then there's also the Russian stream that just gets an enormous boost from this. Um, I think for many people, it's exciting because of just the patch itself, the way the tournament played. Um, Overall, I I don't know if there's anything secondary or tertiary that I'm not aware of with like, I'm not going to say advertising because we're talking Dota here, but the way it was... um, if it was displayed in some way on Twitch, I don't know if it was front page when it was the grand finals. I don't know if people were like led to it in some way. So that drove some extra viewership. But 
Um, I will just say all in all, I'm genuinely surprised. Like, I didn't think this number was going to be that much better than last year, if even better. Uh, obviously, we had our own problems, right? Because of COVID, no crowd, all this stuff. But seemingly, the solutions that Valve put in place for all these things made made people want to watch it um, more than ever. So I'm just I'm just super happy that the viewership is this good. I think, you know, a lot of people are like, uh, how's Dota doing, you know? Um, but TI is definitely holding up. So it's nice. Yep. It's been a steady income. I mean, TI7 had a 925K peak viewership. TI8 oh, yeah, someone had... Someone saying it was the overlay. I think it was you. TI8 had, TI had 1.21 million. Of course it was me. I was obviously about to take all the credit. Um, um, oh, they also had drops this year. Lest we forget. Ah, that's that, the real reason. <laughs> that okay. also helps, but yeah. that's you part of the extension. After watching an hour at any point during the tournament, so I don't know how many people specifically tune in for the finals just to get their drop that haven't watched the rest. That's it. True. Might be a decent chunk, actually. Either way, it's good. But it's good. good. Big numbers. I'm not gonna complain about that. So we like viewers. I thought just I'd, like our podcast is getting more viewers, and your stream is getting more viewers. I maybe it's the, just maybe it's just us, Shannon. Maybe we did everything, and we're not getting enough appreciation for it. Or I think we purchased I think it's bots, and we yeah. not only have bots on the stream right now for more viewership, but at TI as well to make sure that our game looks good, Cinderin. <laughs> I thought a good way to segue, though, for this is to talk about uh, there's a thing called the TEO PC Games Impact Index that the Esports Observer tweeted out that shows kind of the tier list of esports right now. Mm -hmm. So to give you guys an idea, and I'll tell you what this is based off of, but there's tier one, tier two, tier three. So tier one is League of Legends, CSGO, and Valorant. Tier 2, Fortnite, Call of Duty, Overwatch, Rocket League, Apex. Well, there's two Call of Duties, I guess. <laughs> Rainbow Six and Dota. So we are in the same tier as those uh, games, according to this index. Those uh, games? <laughs> I mean, that that, that's telling. not a good list of games. Honestly. You said a lot without <laughs> saying anything there. That's, that's not a good list of games, Cinderin. Uh, but this is based off of, where's the list here? Um, so the six KPIs and the respective weights are monthly active users on PC, which everything has a different percentage based, uh, distributed prize pool, Twitch esports hours, watch total Twitch hours, watch number of tournaments and concurrent Twitch streams. So I don't know. thought it would be an interesting talking point. Do you think this matters at all? Because we used to be in obviously tier one, uh, somewhat subjective. Do I think this like... Do I think the post in particular matters? No. Do I think this is an like an you indicator think an of indicator. a development? Yes. Um, I think overall these other games. Uh, I mean, obviously, League is always going to be itself, right? League has a shitload of players. Riot are running things. Uh, they have a huge team that's just organizing all their shit. So uh, it's very structured and it's big. Uh, and I think CS:GO and Valorant. The interesting thing for me is that they can coexist in tier one. That's honestly the most interesting takeaway for me in this is that people were like, okay, you know, is Valorant going to kill CSGO? Are they going to lose a lot of the players or viewers or whatever? Seemingly not a problem. I think a lot of people watch both, such as you. Um, so I don't watch CSGO. Well, I watched a little bit of this last major, I guess. You probably do. When there's big tournaments, you'll probably watch. And so will I. If I see that it's live, I like watching high tier CSGO. But I... I don't watch much Valorant, if at all. Um, but yeah, I think this graph is kind of showing what has been happening with Dota 2 during uh, during COVID, basically. I don't know where we were two years ago, if we were in Tier 1 by this index or whatever. I also don't know how important it really is. Um, and I also... When did they snapshot this? Well, this Yesterday. is quarter three, right? So if you look right. at the list of, t of games, we are seventh overall. But quarter two, yeah. we were third. So it's just a snapshot of this particular time. Why would it get so much worse in quarter three when that's when TI was? Because it was just TI, right? There's a big break. There's a month of literally nothing. And then it was yeah, just ESL. That, that doesn't there, compensate, huh? 
That's uh, actually surprising. I, I thought TI would be worth a quarter in this index. Mm. But maybe not. Because the viewership for TI just dwarfs every other tournament by like a mile. Um, oh, that's true. Quarter three doesn't include TI, actually. So quarter three is just like ESL and nothing. Okay. Maybe, maybe if TI, TI was in calls. here, this would be, then Dota would probably be tier one, right? Wait, wouldn't it then not our viewership be quarter three? Why would they not include TI? Are you sure? No, I'm not. I, I think it should include TI. Quarter three is definitely TI month, right? TI was in September, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna compare the Q2 three. and Q3 and see if it makes any sense. So Dota 24. Quarter three is July, August, September. So it should be. So according to this, uh, I, I I don't know. That's just looks off to me. I don't. I kind of can't believe that. Wait, was it was Dota TI would have in October? Way less drive during. Oh my god, has it? I guess it was in October. <laughs> All right, we're. I've lost track of time. I'm an old man. Okay. All right. So this does not include TI to be official. TI. Why does it not four. include TI? Because October's in quarter four. That is true, actually. I, for some reason, I thought the reason TI I don't think about September. it like that is that I was just thinking Q4 is winter, and winter isn't in October, but it is Q4. All right, just everybody hold your horses. Let's see next. Let's see quarter four, okay? We do a professional podcast where we definitely do again. research on these things. We don't do things. Uh, we, we barely even. Yeah, we talked I mean, about we that things. as a potential That's, title. So, wow, this was a great part. Yep, let's move on and pretend this section Hope didn't Manscaped happen. Manscaped are happy with that one. We look like great. <laughs> Thank you for sponsoring this terrible, terrible episode of We Say Things. All right, next on the list, the fact <laughs> the fact that I'm going to talk about this means we have nothing to talk about. Oh, boy. There was a Reddit thread about Sir Action Slap. <laughs> All right, so this is what happened. I found this so hilarious that this happened okay there's a guy that was complaining on reddit about uh him playing with slacks and then playing against him afterwards i believe was the order and then came into the stream afterwards to say good game and slacks banned him and he was upset about that so if you look at it just from that perspective understand why you would be upset right now the thing is <laughs> For the last X being the amount of years that uh, Slacks has actually been streaming on Twitch, he has this thing called Big Fans, okay? It's a meme where if somebody mm -hmm. comes in and said, hey, I'm a big fan, it just automatically means that they are stream sniping you. Now, it doesn't mean they're actually doing that necessarily, but the tradition is to ban them, right? And to my understanding, he unbans them later. So it's kind of like this just funny segment that he does constantly. Oh. So this guy wasn't aware of that. So there was a big thread and it got a ton of upvotes basically hating on Slacks for being a toxic pile of garbage. And all I have to say is that say to that is, where have you guys been? He's been toxic in his games forever. Okay? It's nothing new. All right? This is why I don't play with him for God's sake. Ha having said that though, I will say he has improved a lot in the last few months. I know he's been taking steps to... Because <laughs> there comes a certain point in every man's life when you realize that nobody wants to play with you. <laughs> like, it's not just me that says no. It's everybody in the talent scene. They, no, I don't want to play with you. Absolutely not. So, so, that's not true, Shannon. We did play at... Was that Force at the, 2. The, was that at the last major? The animator. We... We played we played five man party queue unranked and I played yeah. with you you him and I think maybe Effie plus one I don't know if Effie was in the game actually but we we did five man unranked and for some reason we decided that you two should lane together safely and you were hard support <laughs> no 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 was it we were, we were off no. lane I was CK he was Veno I was three he oh, was four oh oh you were dual laning off lane right yeah. I remember he was Veno though that's the part of the memory that's very clear to me and that I will never forget so. <laughs> You guys are laning together, and one of you dies, and things aren't going very well. And 
I don't remember a lot of vitriol being thrown around, but suddenly Slax was very quiet, and I just see him in the jungle (laughs) placing plague wards, and I look at his inventory, and he literally goes from buying one boot to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. He had, I think he had Treads, Phase, Tranquils, Arcane Boots, boots, and he was working on Travels, I believe, when we lost. Um, Five Boots, yeah. I don't know why we lost that game. <laughs> and I think afterwards, we all came to the conclusion that there was nothing wrong with his build and you should have played better in lane as CK. Yeah, That's he, how I remember. So something with Slacks and me that we should never lane together because he will get so angry with me. And I, I, I will agree with him on some level. I, I understand the weakest part of my gameplay is the laning stage. All right, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm terrible. If you can, if we can skip 15 minutes in the game, I promise you, at my MMR level, I'm better than 99% of the people, probably. Uh, but laning stage, I unfortunately, am the laning stage is shit. what sets that up every yeah, game. Yeah, exactly, Cinder, which is the main issue. Then you need anyway, to work on your laning, Shannon. I'm too old. Too old. For you could that. get coaching from BSJ. I thought you were going to say Jenkins. Yeah, either way. Oh, yeah, that too. Uh, so, he has great laning. Yeah, that, he that was a, the creeps into the tree so he doesn't have to lane. You know, I I thought he was especially mad with me, which was probably true, but I actually watched him a few times now play Venno in on stream, and he still buys multiple boots just as a standard thing, which is Oh, so he insane. was just doing his normal build. Yeah, that's his normal build. Well, I don't know if he goes well, five. Fortunately, he could play Warlock until Immortal because it wasn't going to happen on Venno. I'm, <laughs> yeah, that's I'm telling true. you. So anyway, back to the topic at hand. This this Reddit thread. This is the fir- I just have to say this is the first negative thread that has upvotes I have ever seen with slacks ever. Have you ever gotten a negative thread, Cinderin? I've gotten many back in the day. Uh, not massively upvoted. I think no. Okay, so Cinderin is next on the list, guys. Just remember that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, make sure so- you watch my stream and find something to destroy me with. All right, right, that's probably not a good call to arms, actually. I take that back. Don't do that. It, it kind of just shows how Reddit is kind of like this uh, echo chamber to some degree, where once it starts getting some upvotes, it's just going to include people that agree with your opinion, pretty much. But I think all in all, from Slax's uh, side, I will say that obviously this was a misunderstanding, but there's a lot of, you know, a lot of comments about him being a real piece of garbage in games, which is true, but I know he has been working on that. I mean, that's no big surprise. Uh, I will say this, though. Knowing Slacks very well, you know him okay amount, I guess. He is a very good person in real life. He's a good person. Extremely yes. good friend. Uh, obviously, I'd be biased in this, but you can ask pretty much any talent this, and they'll echo this as well. The, what you see Slacks when he plays a video game is not a human being, okay? That is not equivalent to who he is everywhere else. Which you could say that for everybody. You know, it Dota just brings out the worst in people in general. Now, the thing is, and I'm not gonna call anybody specific out, but I will say this on record. I believe that I'm gonna try to be a realistic to give a realistic percentage here. So it's not okay. like Slacks is being racist or, you know, sexist or anything, you know, he's just being mm-hmm. general toxic, which is not great, obviously. Let's I'm gonna say thirty percent of pros have a very bad side to them that is not that is kind of overlooked because they are pros i don't know if you think 30 percent is too high i think that's kind of that's me being a little bit conservative honestly would you agree with that sentiment they have a bad side in real life or in games in game like in games that's way past what slacks is getting called out here for you know what i mean yeah, that's probably fair. So I think pros get like this free pass for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, I think that's going to be the... I'd be interested to see if that ends up taking, you know, if, if that ends up kind of switching. I think I know why, actually. Point. You remember that old basketball ad with I'm not your kid's parents? That's not what Charles Barkley said. It I, basically... That's basically what he said. I, you I'm not guys teach a role kids, model. I'm here to play basketball. I'm not a role model, right? Yeah, that's right. So since that ad was so popular, now you get to be an asshole in every sport, and people are just like, just, just, just be better parents, guys. Okay. So mm. thank you for that, Charles Barkley. 
it's 100 percent his fault across the entire world okay thank you charles barkley so yeah thank you uh this is actually gonna be interesting because the last topic of today is kind of in conjunction with this it feels like now that i look at it but we're not gonna talk about it yet instead first cinderin we're gonna do our sap segment you and i part i believe this is i want to say it's week eight uh we are in seven weeks we got everything each have zero points still what are the chances of that if it's a one out of four if we just okay i'm sure someone in the comments will do this math for us right so we don't have to do it on the spot if we randomly selected and every time it was multiple choice with four options what are the chances that we get 14 questions wrong in a row with full-on random selection that's pretty, basically pretty what low. has happened, right? You yes. believe it's been... It's this week eight, actually. Are I, you sure? I'm not sure about that, no. I think I was uh, going to guess week six or seven, but you might be right. It might be week eight. I can look it Let's up Let's just say quick. eight for the sake of the argument and then see. Okay. Oh, my goodness. That's so funny. Either way, I have my question ready, Cinderin. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'll oh, by the way, time. SAP. <laughs> We're partnered with them, as you may or may not know. They are an enterprise software company that's bringing their expertise via analytics in esports. And we have access to this special tool that we get to look at a lot of cool stats. So this is a TI-10 related question, Cinderin. Okay. Apparently yeah. the percent is, uh, okay, I'm seeing three different percentages. You guys suck. Yeah, All right. Don't, don't ever trust Twitch chat. TI-10, <clears throat> what purchased Aghanim Shard had the highest win percentage of those picked up 10 times or more. So last week was the AGS version of this. Now it's the Shard. Mm -hmm. So it needs double-digit purchases. Yeah. And what had the highest win percentage? Is okay. it Tidehunter, Void Spirit, Ember Spirit, or Doom? Shard. Ember Spirit. Your choice, your answer was Ember Spirit. Congratulations. You got another one incorrect, Cinderin. Yes. You did it again. So just to give you an idea, Tidehunter picked it up seven times only, so single digits. <clears throat> yeah, but it wasn't going to be. 100% win rate on Tide. Oh, is it actually Void Spirit then? Oh. Void Spirit had 28 purchases <clears throat> with a 53% okay, win rate. Okay, it's not him either then. Ember... 19 pickups, 78% win rate. That's really good. It is, but Doom had 16 pickups with 81.25% win so rate. So close. I got the second one, though. That's so, not bad. Yeah. Whatever I'll take that. It was close with. to being the best. Very Great. good. Great. That's the point where we've gotten to now. You're just happy that it's All right. Close. I have a more generic one for you mm -hmm. than just TI-10. Okay. This one's not TI-related. Well, although it's part of the sample. All right, in the entire sample history that we're using, which I believe is 7.07 .07 and up, right? Or is that just the eggs? Yes. 7.07 .07 and up. Which hero has the highest average damage per net worth? Is it A, Skyrath Mage, B, Pugna, C, Techies, or D, Venomancer? Holy shit, those are all really good answers. So most damage per net worth. So basically, yeah. I'm trying to find a hero that gets farmed the least, honestly. All right, what are they again? Skyrath, so Mage, Skyrath, Pugna, Pugna, Techies, or Venomancer. I'm going to say Veno. God, that's probably the bait answer. Veno. You are correct. Oh! It was the bait answer. Fuck! I specifically put that in as bait. God, um, I hate you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the right answer, you piece of shit? All right. No, I want. <laughs> let's let's make this a little bit extra fun, okay? Oh, Try to yeah. give me your gut feeling of what the order is. Now that you know Veno is wrong, <clears throat> so right, let me Sky, write these Pugna, down. Techies, and Veno. In which order is I the think, average net I worth? I think Pugna would be last on that list. Okay. I I guess uh, Skyrath would was my other choice that i thought would be the most was that correct so and where's techies second i guess wait wasn't pugna second wait what did you say i don't care cinder and just okay. finish it all right what's, what's number one answer? by a landslide is skyrath mage <laughs> oh that was my gut 
Pogna is third. Techies is 11th. Oh. And Venomancer is 23rd. Would you Holy believe it? 23rd. Shit. People don't hit the R. The reason Venom is so tempting is he always does so much fucking damage, but he also gets a decent amount of gold in every game, right? Yeah. Skyrath doesn't farm that much ever. Oh. But does a shitload of damage. Damn it. Who do you think is second place? So Skyrath is first and Pugna is third. It's the last one. If you second. guess this, I'm, I'm going to be really impressed. So somebody that farms like shit but does a lot of damage. It's not Bane. Who farms like garbage as a support? I don't know. I'm going to say Bane, but I don't think that's true. It is Pudge. He does the... Uh, I guess, yeah, his farm is garbage. I Although, don't know if his damage to himself with Rot counts. Oh, that could Because be that's also average damage per net worth, right? Which was ex would explain it. Right. Because that's literally the only way Pudge does damage in a game is by killing himself, right? So... And he it probably still can't counts self-damage. After all that. I guess. Still worthless. I don't know if it's I don't know if it counts right. self-damage or not. But. So community Good question job. of We're the week. We're still wrong. That's 16 yep. wrong in a row according to our math. Uh, the community question is from the new Bread Wolf who asks, which hero with more than 1,000 games played has the win rate closest to exactly 50%? So <clears throat> this is based off of all games from 7.07 .07 and beyond for, com for pro games. Uh, actually... All but, I believe, two or three heroes have a 1,000 games, so that part is irrelevant. But I, I thought it would be cool to figure out which hero is the closest to 50%. And I'm not going to lie, Cinder, if you had asked me beforehand to just list all the heroes, these will be bottom 10 of what I would have chosen. So really? We have Morphling with a 50.04% win rate and Ancient Apparition with 4996 that's shocking to me because Morphling, first of all, is picked a lot and is usually broken when he's picked a lot. Right. And AA is very commonly banned as a, like, it's a counter pick essentially, which means it should have a high win rate. So these actually really surprised me. Yeah. <clears throat> I would think? have definitely not guessed either of these either, just because of the nature of how they get picked, right? Yeah. Morph's like a lot of the time a late pick in the draft when it's really good and AA. Uh, is specifically a targeted counterpick that you would think does well in those games and does less bad, less well in the other games. Maybe that's why its win rate's about 50. But... Yep. All right, so that means the golden standard for Dota 2 hero balance is Morphling and AA. Incredibly. Right? Surely that's what that means. So they're perfectly balanced and should not be changed. Yeah. Sure. Whatever you want to say. I mean... Yeah. Anyway... Uh, leave your comments in the dis or in the description if you can do that, but you probably don't have editing access like me. So leave your comments in the YouTube video with any potential stat questions that you want. Make sure to put the hashtag SAP Esports so we can easily find it out, and we'll do the community question for the following episode. Uh, so yeah, thank you to SAP again. Oh, click the link in the description for SAP. Helps us a lot. Next thing on the list, Cinder, like is... The general... Sh I was really hoping for a lot more news on the shuffle, but there's not that much. Pretty quiet, yeah. Um, but we can talk about the ones that we do know. So, first of all, there's the drama with Dendi. So, my understanding of what happened is... Well, the, okay, so just to give you guys kind of clarification here. Mm -hmm. Bait Esports... Is it Bait or B8? Bait. Bait Esports, or whatever they're called, Dendi's team, made a tweet saying, Dendi has been kicked... From bait. And then they followed up with, he's still in the org. He's still on the team. But we lost our DPC slot. So it was very misleading tweets. Yeah, it was pretty bad social media management in this one, I'll be honest. So this um, is this is essentially... That doesn't look good for Dendi. It's just bad. Fill in the gaps here with what I don't know, Cinderin. So bait yeah. ended up losing their... like They went to like lower division or something, right? Mm -hmm. And then they ended up merging with another team so that they could keep upper division slot is that what happened yeah so i think the the slot was belonged to hustlers mm -hmm. or yeah hustlers um written in cyrillic so that's why it's a bit yeah it's hard to read if you don't know but um yeah they merged with bait 
And then the ownership of that team, I think, was with no fear from Hustlers or maybe another of their players. Um, so they merged. And now Hustlers want a different roster. And the way it works in the team system that we use for the DPC is that there is a team owner and the team owner has full control of the team. So uh, if the team owner wants the slot for a different team, a different roster, that is basically how it works. They can remove the other players and add new ones and they own the slot, um, which has sparked quite a bit of discussion if that makes any sense and if that's fair. Um, that's the state of affairs right now. Uh, alternative solutions that you could be looking at would be something like if you want to kick a player from the team, you need majority vote on the team. So let's say there is an owner to the team, but then if you want to make executive decisions, you need three out of five players to confirm in the system before an action is taken. Confirm. Such as regist registering, kicking players, adding players, these kind of things. Um, I think that could be a good change, regardless. Uh, but at the same time, then you also end up in these handcuff situations where the teammates don't agree after splitting up, and then the team is just like hard locked basically and they can't right. do anything because no one is able to take action so there's a downside to it as well um so all in all there isn't yeah. actually any drama i don't think the like the whoever was in control of that team did anything wrong no they play by the it, rules it may look weird because they were called bait but mm -hmm. i mean they again like they merged to be able to get that slot again but they didn't yep. get, gain control of it so nothing really i don't know this was blown out of proportion also, the reason this is blown out of proportion is because of the poor social media management, right? It's because it said Dendi yeah. was kicked. If Hustlers or Bait, whatever you want to call that team, had just changed up the roster, there wouldn't have been any drama. Right. I think. It's yeah. literally just because they set this up as Dendi getting kicked, and then a lot of fans obviously are up in arms over that. Um, so yeah, just, just really bad phrasing. Maybe it was meant to be clickbait, but... It, <laughs> kind of just reflected more poorly on Dendi than anything. So that's yep. just a shame. But uh, stuff like that happens all the time. So other roster stuff, Alliance have uh, gotten rid of Limp, FNG, and S4. We haven't heard anything about who they're adding on. Uh, but I, I believe Hanskin and Nico Baby are the two that remain. They're the two who haven't been kicked yet. For now. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Quincy Crew has maybe, completely... Maybe Loda is going to make a grand return as... All five positions. <laughs> uh, Quincy Crew has fully disbanded, and there was MSS ended up tweeting that he's looking to be a position three or four in EU. And on top of that, Envy himself just tweeted today uh, after Esquire. watching what Esquire. Esquire. You, you said Envy himself. Just move on. So Envy himself tweeted out, after watching Yatoro play slash pick, I've concluded I'm no longer good enough to compete at the level I want to. I've decided to chill for now and not play for the sake of playing and work on myself as being on a team comes with other obligations. Good luck to Moo. Which, I guess, I don't even know what roster they're on anymore. I assume they're on together with the roster. I don't know why he only tweeted at him. But... So Envy is not playing for, he's not retiring, but he's not playing for the foreseeable future. Right. Um, so right now, NA looks like an absolute pile of shit. I, I love NA Dota. Do you want it, to make an NA team together? It actually looks, okay, it's, I don't know if it's worse than South America. Either way, South America and NA together what a fucking shit show. Just terrible. I think South America is a lot more competitive, and I think the average skill in Division One is going to be higher. Yeah. But I think NA will still have the two better teams. That's kind of how it's been the whole right time. Now, right now, NA is change. EG, and we don't know what... I know Undying is making some changes. I don't know to what degree. And then genuinely nothing else. Like, if, if you can get three NA teams to TI... Like last year, like we're assuming EG is just going to qualify on their own and maybe even one more just from getting in to majors consistently. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot, I don't know. This region looks terrible. Just fucking terrible. Do you want, how about we just make a team, Shannon? You can play offlane. Okay, if I can play offlane, sure. Yeah, we'll get Slax as position four. No, I, I can't lane with Slax. 
I have to clean my room. Sorry. I can't wait. <laughs> Disband. Uh, and then the last thing is LGD is staying together, which that's not the uh, most recent news, but that's good to hear because they're yeah. obviously star-studded, and I think, I mean, they came as close as you can come to And NCI. just on the topic of NA, just to go back to that quickly, as okay. you so quickly moved on to LGD without asking permission first. Okay. Um, for the next BTS tournament, there is a roster for four Zoomers linked on Liquipedia. I saw it. Which is Costa Bile, Carrie, Gunner Mid, Moo Offlane, Z Freak Position 4, and Husky Position 5. Yeah. So if that's just a tryout team or if this is a bunch of guys that are going to be the four Zoomers of the next season is TBD. But really interesting to see Costa Bile play in NA. Um, I where is he sure. playing from? That's the real question. He has Brazilian flag. I don't know if he lives in Brazil or if that's just where he's from. Um, but if he's playing from Brazil on NA, there's obviously some ping problems, but maybe they can still overcome that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this might be the roster that they're going with at least for now, uh, or maybe it's just a one-off thing for the tournament. I don't know. I think Muon Offlane is going to look good. Personally, um, and you know, both you and I are Z Freak fans, so at least slightly hopeful for this team, uh, but we'll see. Yep, I and I'm very happy LGD are staying together. Let me just say that. Yeah, happy they're staying team. together. I, Such I, a pleasure to watch I, all year. I said this last uh podcast, I think. I hope EG stay together as five. I, I really. Th- I mean, I know they didn't have the best showing at TI, but it's the literal only tournament they didn't destroy at. Um, that's the thing I don't like about... It's not just Dota, but probably esports as a whole. Like one, I mean, maybe that's the issue with TI. There's so much emphasis on it that if you don't do well, you feel the need to have to disband, which I don't... I think they just jump the gun too often. So hoping that some of these teams that, you know, maybe they were good throughout the season but just didn't have the greatest TI performance stick together. Like, I was hoping the same for Quincy Crew, but uh, I guess right. it was irre- irrevocable. So, we'll see. Hopefully, by next week, we'll have some juicy roster updates. It's one of these That's days, very it's going gonna, to gonna leak, probably right after we release this episode. Okay, and then final uh, topic is Ramses versus uh, Illidan. So, did you read this? Arts. Okay. It is an absolute book. So thread. I'll let you sum it up if you want. I, I'm not going to lie. I was so genuinely uninterested while reading this because it's just like a he said, she said type of thing where you don't right. know who to believe. There's So I'll sum it down to the very basic nature and then you can expand on it. Illidan uh-huh. and Ramses had a run-in in a pub or some shit. And they started... In a public game. They didn't meet in a pub in real life. Okay, thank you for uh, clarifying, clarifying that. that. And then they yes. had a, a little bit of a Twitter war afterwards, but... Um, As you usually do after you have a bad drink out Illidan, in the city in a bar. Illidan talks shit about Ramsey saying he's a cocaine addict, which I'm going to say right now, since it's already... I've heard the same thing many times before, so it could very well be true, but I can't confirm it. I don't have any evidence on that, but I've definitely heard that he is uh, an addict of sorts, which is unfortunate to hear. Uh, and yeah. then Ramses accuses, I don't know, who did he accuse of 3 2 specifically? Was it just the org? He accuses, he accuses somebody of uh, losing on purpose for money, essentially, which is a big accusation, right? So what are your thoughts on this? And if you want to expand, feel free. I mean, the, the the problem with this for me is that, like you said, it's a lot of he said, she said things. And some of the wording and some of the things that are being said is stuff that people would say to each other in pub games if they're just fucking angry with each other, right? And just flaming. Mm-hmm. Um, which, in case... I don't even know how to start with this, right? Like... So what sparked this whole thing and this huge discussion was that they disagreed over who's playing mid in a pub game, right? <laughs> yeah, like starts, just to give some perspective. So and then, then I guess they were angry with each other in that game and that just spilled over into huge accusations and flaming on Twitter. And like, 
Have you heard of a road rage syndrome? This is what is, yes, what is this the equivalent of? It feels like of? road rage. It really does. Like, what like, is this called? The problem is, like I can't confirm E-rage. any of this from either side. Um I've met them both in real life. Um I know um I know Illidan a bit better because I played an event with him in my team in NA uh, a couple of years ago. But like outside of that, I don't know these people very well. I don't know as far as far as the whole wording goes and everything, I mean, for me, it's interesting to hear that you have heard a similar rumor. More than anything, if it is true, that's just sad, right? It's yeah. not like it's just sad more than anything if people turn out to be drug addicts when they're playing the game. Like, I don't know if that should be like the basis of insults and if that does any good at all if you expose someone for that or whatever. The three two two thing is way more serious. Like, if it turned out somebody threw for money in a competitive game when they are considered one of the the greatest CIS stars of all time, right? Then that's, you know, a really serious allegation. Um, the other one is more personal, if you catch my drift. Like, I feel like that doesn't in the same way belong in this discussion. Yeah. Um, but like the whole, yeah, the whole thing is just, I don't fucking know. It's a lot of drama. There hasn't been that much follow-up. The, the Russian, uh, some of the Russian interview sites are all over this, obviously, because it's drama and it's new and it's, um, this is from within the last 24 hours, obviously. Um, so that's also why we don't know a bit more about this, because it is such a new thing that we haven't really got secondary and uh, secondary comments from, from others that much yet. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, drama. Yep, I, there's not much, much to myself, add to it. I mean, it's yeah. it's... Yeah, we can't verify anything. I, honestly, this is something I wouldn't even put Your in the chat podcast. Is saying roll rage, dude. That's really good. roll. Oh, rolling from mid. I like that roll rage. <laughs> roll rage. R O L E. R O L E rage. That's really good. It could be R O L L. I'm gonna too, use though. that in my. I'm gonna use that in my stream. That's that's amazing. And I will not credit chat, of course. I am funny, and I come up with funny things. Yeah, you're you're very unique. Okay. So that that's essentially the episode. So I'm glad we got done a little early, so we can go over some of these Patreon mailbag questions that have been kind of stuck here for a while, Cinderin. So uh, let, yeah. let's let's do a couple of these from Outsourced Incest, one of our favorite names. Hello, good sirs. Yeah. Dumb mailbag question. Imagine if Dota boxing became the new rules for LAN, wherever where every 15 minutes in game time, the captains of both teams would box each other for one minute and then return to the game. The winners would be whichever team destroys the ancient first or the captain first. What teams do you think would dominate? What roster changes would you expect to see? Well, the roster thing we won't talk about since it's, uh, you know, during that time of the year where everybody's just mix and matching or whatever. Puppy and Fly are the two I would put my money on. Wait, what do you mean? I, I think he's asking specifically what roster changes you would see in relation to this new rule. Oh, just in general. Yeah, so that you could win with having a better well, mid. You'd need for a fighting. captain that's a beast. Oh, a captain, yeah. You just need a captain. I, mean, I would beast. probably draft Iceberg and just tell him, Iceberg, you can be the captain of my team. I think is, I... that'd be pretty good. He's an ex-professional boxer. I think he would kick oh. basically everyone's ass. I did not and know. We that. just need. I don't know how many rounds in the ring he would need because you said fifteen minutes, right? Yeah. If we go forty-five minutes, he gets three attempts to knock out the other captain in boxing. I think he could do that. He could probably do it in one or two. So, with do you know anything about? Is it called Kamagrav? Is that what it's called? Krav Maga. Krav. Krav what did Maga? you just say? I said Kamagrav. I, I don't know. Is it a fighting thing? Sounds or like is something it, you could eat. Actually, what is it? It's a, like a martial artist thing because Fly is. Kamagrav. It's what you were going. Whatever for. that is, Fly is good at, and he's very ripped. Puppy's intimidating, but Fly is a very good captain and very ripped and knows so he could beat the shit out of anybody. <laughs> so that, that's who I'm going with. Like you were trying to speak Danish. That's actually Danish with Krav Maga. Okay. Uh, next question is from Miguel Valdez. Uh, not really a question, but just want to shout out both of you for all you do for the community. Feel like you both do so much. Just want to say you're both incredible, and thanks for everything. I'll oh, add a that's question. that's too much. Okay, I'll, you added a question. I'll add a question also, though. What is it about Dota that you feel is so special that keeps all of us interested and always has us coming back? Is it the game itself, the community, the pro scene, the players? So, well, I'll Well, we were start. just talking about drug addiction, right? <laughs> yes. Dota yeah. is a drug? 
That's no. it? No. Ice Frog is watching the podcast. Oh, no, sorry. it's not. Uh, it's definitely not the community. It's a great game. Let's just rule that one out. It's definitely not the pro scene. And it's not the players. It's the game. Yeah. Like, okay. the game makes all those things possible. Some of them are real shit, by the way. Or they have their shit segments or whatever. But the game itself... So what is it about the game that makes it... It's... We can go into this complexity discussion, right. which is definitely a thing. Um, it feels like nobody is really a master. I mean, there's people that yeah. are definitely better than you, but you, you can't look at somebody like, all right, you can't get any better than that. Like, you can always get better. That's, that's what makes it cool. Um, so... I know it's kind of a generic answer, but that, that's what I would say. I think inherently in nature, it's something about when the game has that much depth and that much variety, it feels like when you go and play a game, whether you play alone or with your friends, it's so different to the last game you just played. Mm. Um, and actually, that was one of my pieces of criticism about the last major patch we had before this one was that I found that the games were too similar in nature. And I think the changes that we got really sh shook that up again, which was great. Um, like people are going to be like, oh, every patch has its like heroes, you know, but I'm not, I'm not looking at it from the perspective of, okay, we can all agree that Tiny's too good right now. We can all agree Horn Toss is too good. And there's a couple of other things that should probably get nerfed. But I'm looking at it from a macro perspective of, does it feel like the game follows the same narrative every game? There's always going to be heroes that are better than others. You're not going to find a patch where every hero is perfectly balanced. It's just impossible. Mm. And you're not making your job easier with neutral items and talents and everything to balance the game. It's just hard. Um, but for the most part right now, the games follow very different storylines every time. Uh, so it doesn't feel as scripted, which is great. Um, and I think that is what has people coming back, is that it always feels fresh when you play Dota. There's something else. It's a new game. New comp like the amount of compositions you can have is like more than sand in the universe or whatever, um, you know or yeah. So it's just like that's the complexity part, right? And then I I think it's also probably something about the format of the game, like the confined duration while still being random. Like you know you're signing up for a game for X amount of time, but you don't know again. It's not like, okay, I'm going to play Dota. It'll take 15 minutes, and then it's over. It's like, well, I'll play Dota. Let's see what game I get today. If right? Techies is in the game, then you kind of know what you're in for. Yeah. Right? Um, so, yeah. Garbage hero. Yep. Okay, thank you, So, Sandra. I think that's why. Yep, I agree. Huh? No, I agree. I was just talking Good. shit about Techies. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's finish up with the last one from Fithok. Fithok! Why did you skip the third one? Did I'll do that like another that time. Okay. Hey, do you want me to do that? We can do both. No, no. I, I was just wondering. We can do All right. It. You know, we're going to do both because Cinderin really wants to do this one, which I skipped okay. on purpose because I knew he'd be useless. This oh, one perfect. is from Valzotan. Oh, movies. Mailbag question. Is this a valid method? To say? Yes, it is a valid method. I don't know why I read that. Two Sons fan, the director of In Bruges, Martin McDonough. Has only made three Madonna. movies in McDonough. I think has only made three movies in total so far. I the know second Madonna made in Bruce. I know she sings. The second one being Seven Psychos. I'll interrupt you a third time for fun. And the third is Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I love them just as much as in Bruges. Have you seen them? Do you feel the same way? And when are you going to tell Sinner to watch them? Uh, I think I've seen Seven. Actually, I should have looked. I didn't think we were going to do this, but let me look up Seven Psychos real quick. Just to double check if I. All right, while you're looking this up, you're not going to believe this. Yes, you've seen one of those. Seven. I have seen Seven Psychos. Really? You don't believe it, do you? I no. I think you're lying. Actually. Yeah. Like, this is this is a bit. That is correct. <laughs> Thank God. I said you're not going to believe it, and you didn't. That's why you're a good friend. You seven. Trust me. I can't spell psychos. Oh wait, it's seven spelled out. Okay, so Seven Psychos has. Yeah, I've seen this one. I, I barely remember this movie, if I'm being honest. So Seven Psychos didn't have much of an impact. So I guess it was okay at best. And then Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri won like a bunch of Oscars, and I thought it was okay. So I do not feel the same way about the. I'm sorry. I don't feel the same way about them as in Bruges. Um. Yeah, I have nothing else to add, Cinderin. You have to answer the question as well. Are you gonna? When are you gonna tell me to watch them? 
right now. You should watch these movies because you should watch more movies in general, Sindarin. And finally, okay. the last question from Fathok. When talking with other talent, do you prefer to use people's real names or their gamer tags? And which do you prefer for yourself? I've noticed on the podcast that Sin says Shannon a lot, but Sons never says Toulouse, except as a meme. Exactly as a meme. <laughs> well, I guess I'll go first. Uh, mm -hmm. well, I call everybody their gamer tag, pretty much. I have in real life friends that I have, like, not that you're not an in real life friend, but people that live here that I've met online, and I still call them their gamer tag. And I make my mom and my family call them the gamer tag. Like, I don't even tell them their real name ever. It's like people I've known for literally 20 years now still call them Spawn. This is Spawn, it's, everybody. Say hi. It's interesting because I don't think there's like a pattern to this. That's what's I've never thought about it, first of all. So this is an interesting question just for the, just thinking about. But I'm just trying to go through talent that I talk to during the event and who I call what. So you I call Shannon. Um mm. But I don't call everyone by their first name. And I think for me, it's just a, an ease thing, probably. Like, yeah. first of all, it's a little bit about how close you are with people, right? You're more likely to use their, their name if you know them better, um, their real name, that is. But for someone I've worked a lot of events with, like Shiver, I still call her Shiver because her first name is not that easy to pronounce, I think, for a lot of people. Um, what about for you? Is it easy for you to pronounce? No, it's not easy. I do it okay. I've tried it many times, and she always says, ah, you're just a little bit off, you know. Ah, sorry, good Does try. Does anybody but... in the scene call you by your real name that is able no. to pronounce it? Oh, who's able to pronounce it? Yeah. Uh, I think maybe, well, none of, no other talent is Danish, right? So that rules out everyone, because no one else can say it. All right, it. well, if you met up with Misery or No Tail yeah, or whatever. Yeah, he, he would possibly use my real name. Misery No Tail, I guess. Um, yeah, okay. they might, but outside of that, yeah. So nobody calls me by my real name because no one can say it, which is fine. Um, thinking about other people, you know, th then there's also just the ease of it, right? Like someone like Capitalist or Cap, I call Cap, even though his name is really easy to say, because it's easier to say Cap than Austin, right? Right. Um, so sometimes it's just for simplicity's sake and everybody knows who you're talking about. Slacks, I often call Jake. Even though Slacks is easy to say. I never call him so. Jake. I'm trying uh -huh. to think of... Just I'm going to look at the whole right. roster of TI talent just to narrow this down a bit and see if there's yeah, Melk anybody... Yeah, used to call me by my real name. Melk used to. That's true. Melk just pointing to. that out. But he isn't talent anymore. On stream, he used to? No. Okay. There is one. Okay, I found one. So generally, like I said, everybody, I do their gamer tag. Kyle, I use his gamer tag, yeah. which is Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but well, the it's non, keeping it, Kyle. The non-ironic one is AUI. I actually do call him Curtis. And right. It's in part because he was on DC, and we became, I wouldn't say we became close, but just a, saying Owie or AUI, just, I don't know, it, it does, it feels harder than just Curtis. So yeah. I think that's the only person that I call by their real name. I'm looking at the rest of the list. I mean, Trent. I used to say Trent, yeah. but that's his name now, right? He doesn't even use Trent packs anymore. So Right. Oh, Dakota. Okay, Coddle Guy and Dakota. I'll go back and forth. But there's been a meme where we're like, back to you, Dakota. And it's become right. a, like enough of a thing where I'm used to saying it now. So, yeah. I think I call it. OD Pixel Owen most of the time as well. Same logic. It's just easier. Yeah. Maybe I do call him Owen occasionally. Like most, most of the people that have like three syllable names, you're way more likely to call by their real name. Or right, three syllable nicknames, right? Yeah. It's just easier. But yep, that's an that's interesting right. question, though. Honestly, that's one of the cool things about these Patreon mailbag questions is that it's not only you guys asking us because you're curious about something and you want to learn something about us. A lot of the time, it's really interesting to get a totally different perspective on something you have never thought about that other people think about, about talent or about game or about heroes or whatever. So it's not just like a, a one-way conversation where we give you an answer. Sometimes you really make us think about 
what it is we do. So that's that's really cool. I like questions like that one. Yep. So thank you. Thank you. And we, we are out of mailbag questions now. So Oh uh, boy. Hopefully that well, incentivizes now I just encourage you. you guys to give us new great questions. Yeah. So just to keep in mind, you have to be a Patreon patron and you submit the them home. typically either through Patreon itself or on my Discord. Whichever one is easier for you. Uh but yeah, overall, Cinderin, uh I think is there anybody in person that you're friends with? that you call by their gamer tag instead. Like that's not in Dota. Cause that's the that's biggest not in Dota. Like some of my best friends, I still call their gamer tag. Even if we barely interact online anymore, it's just in person. I still call you them. Also gamer call tag. them that when you meet them in person then. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. It's always fun no, hanging no, out with a bunch comes of old to people. Mind. Maybe it's wrong. But, and then uh, I have a couple friends like, oh, what's your friend's name? His name's Zeno. Like, what? What did you say? Zeno and Spawn. Like, oh, nice to meet you, Zena. Like, uh, just Zeno, is that the warrior princess from television? No, Zena is the warrior princess. I know. I was impersonating Cinderin. the people that ask you. How do you oh, even know that's a thing? You don't know anything yeah, about it. You, you should be impressed. I, that This is me being impressed. And dumbfounded. Good. It didn't sound like it. All um, right. Uh, have another you one being seen, pointed uh, out by chat, just to round it out. BSJ. Yes. You call him Brian, right? No, I call him BSJ. Okay, I call him Brian in real life. It's way easier. Than he, BSJ. He's been over to the house to play board games every once in a while, and uh, still BSJ. So. All right. All right, Cinder. Keep have you PMA. seen? Uh, have you seen Dune? Oh, is this gonna be a thing? <laughs> just kidding. No, I don't want to make this a thing. I, I genuinely, I genuinely think I will watch it within the next month, and I'm not just saying that as a joke. I think we'll go watch. So, it. I, should I be asking you then? <laughs> but okay, let me just ask you for a genre. So, don't spoil anything. Just tell me what genre you would say this movie is. Sci-fi. It's sci-fi. Yeah. Okay, then it might be a hard sell, unfortunately. What? Why? Not for me, for Susie. I wouldn't go oh. to the movies alone. So I would okay. need to go with my friends then. I don't think she doesn't like sci fi very much. But if it's very well made with universe and with story, then maybe I can convince her. I'm trying to think if, if there's any. She's not much of a sci fi. Mean, I'm sure there's some fantasy viewer. elements, but I don't know. Yeah. Fantasy, she's way more a fan of fantasy. Fantasy and drama is what she likes. Yeah, the it's, most. it's a sci fi fantasy, let's say. And we've started watching quite a bit of crime shows, actually. We finished another crime show. Another Danish one, right. which was very good. Did you watch the one I recommended you? The no, Bridge. No. Thank you for watching. I will Don't not forget watch to it. subscribe. Subscribe. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Until next time, Suns Fan Center signing out. Goodbye. We say things that watch don't mean anything, but thanks for listening.